Okay, freaks, this is the guide to your psychopath. This podcast is not about me telling you how you're fucked up. I'm here to learn about your past and how it affects your decision making. I've been studying people for a long time now, but I've never asked them about how their mind goes through the process. I want to read your guide. I want to know how you think and feel. This will not be edited to take snippets out of context, but I believe everyone will benefit from hearing all of the conversation. Learning your guide will make it better for me to understand you. All right, welcome to the Guide to Your Psychopath. This episode, uh, we're going to have a not-so-young guy, but he's still kind of young, according to us, uh, and we're going to get his perspective on life. Uh, But first, I'd like to start from the beginning. Do you know where your mom was born? Yeah, my mom was born in Tulare, California. In Tulare? Yeah. That's awesome. Where was your dad born? My dad was born... I believe Delano. Delano? Uh, yeah. So my my father, it's kind of, <laughs> never got the full story, but he grew up either in uh, both sides of Delano and Early Mart. Okay. So he's from in that area. He's Mexican? Yeah. And your mom's Mexican? As well, yeah. And where were you born? I was born in Visalia. You were born in Visalia? Yeah, but raised in Tulare. Oh, and you were part of the, you've been in the Central Valley your whole life? Pretty much, yeah. 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 And you like it? You know, growing up, <laughs> I didn't care for it, but now I do enjoy it, just because it's right in the middle of everything. Uh, so when you were growing up as a little kid, how, how was your life? Um, as a kid-wise, it was good. Uh, can't complain. You know, my parents raised me the best they could, I believe. Your parents still together? No. Or there you? Yeah. Um, that, uh, my father left when I was about two years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so ever since then, they've been separated. Okay. But that's how I've known it. To me, it's like normal, not parenting together and stuff. Yeah. So. And you were able to run outside and and just be a little kid or were you your mom sheltered you inside or how how was your childhood yeah so childhood wise going out and like do stuff i believe my mom had too much trust in me did she yeah to go out (laughs) um but if i believe if i was raised by my father it would have been the opposite of being strict Mm. stayed inside and who you be with and stuff like that yeah do you know do you have a lot of friends when you were young Uh, i have Tons of friends. Tons of friends. Yeah. Um, I could go to a store in Tulare and I end up seeing someone talking. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know if it's because it's too small of a town or or I just known so many people. Like, I went to all three high schools. Um, like I said, my mom trusted me with whoever. So I like end up meeting people after at a young age of middle school and then knowing people throughout high school. So going through middle school, what was middle school like? Man. Was it a lot of gangbangers, a lot of paisas? What was? Did you go to all, all white middle school or? I would say a mix of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tulare, you have, you know, you have a yeah. mix of everything. Yeah. So I went to Live Oak in Tulare. Um, I would say. 
seventh grade, it was, I was an okay kid. Uh, I wasn't too bad. I mean, I'll, I'll get in trouble with the teachers once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, act like I knew everything. Then it obviously. Um, Were you the class clown? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people just knew me as a. Um, I had a good friend. Uh, two of them. One not so showing the right path, and the other, he was okay uh, to be around with. The reason my mom trusted him so much because his she knew her mom from high school too. Mm. So she like, oh, that's that family. So oh, uh, you're okay being with them. Yeah. And then the other friend that was so good, I known him since, dang, like fourth grade. But she knew, like, even though how bad he was, like, she felt like that was like a brother growing up. So she trusted, like, we watched out for each other. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You guys always hung around, always did stuff yeah, during and after school? Yeah, we're together, like, nonstop. Uh, to this day, I consider that, like, my brother from childhood, even mm -hmm. though we keep in touch once in a while. Like, we don't hang out like that we used to. Uh, just pass, you know, went different ways. But, yeah, I would say, like, that'd be, like, the brother of childhood. No, that's cool. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And you guys backed each other up in middle school. Always. Yeah. yeah. Always. A lot of fights? Um, because I was, like, more of a stockier dude. Mm -hmm. A lot of people didn't fight me. Or I was just really cool with everyone most of the time. My friend otherwise, by the way, his name's Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, he uh, he didn't care. He was like, if we're fighting, we're fighting. Mm -hmm. You know, we're throwing it down right there and then. Um, that's how his father like just showed him. Uh, like, you know, if you got to handle business, handle business. But I think he thought handling business the wrong way. <laughs> um, and then just wearing a lot of red to him, you know, a lot of people don't see that. Like, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. So he's was always wearing red and you know there's obviously people that don't like red yeah so they see that as a threat growing up in middle school and then so you get through middle school and you're into high school did you get into girls did you get into cars honestly i would say growing up i was always into girls um more or less i would say eighth grade i dated this female Going to high school, um, that's how I ended up by knowing a lot of people from, you know, there's the west side and east side of Tulare. Yeah. Uh, since I grew up in Tulare and east side, most of it, uh, she was from the west side, so she had a, she knew a lot of people, and I met a lot of people by that, too, from the west side. Um, we dated for a year and a half, I think, and then I called it off. I wasn't feeling it. I was going like a little depression. So I called her off, didn't want her going with it because she was like a straight A student. Uh, she just graduated this year too, found out from college in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, she has, she was good in school and like my ass was just always in trouble. So I was like, I'm not good for you. Yeah. You know? um, Did she want to break it off or she wanted nah, to stay? She was, she was upset. Yeah. Yeah, she was really upset. Uh, but you knew you were going down the wrong path. Pretty much. Yeah. I knew I, I knew I wasn't the one for her to continue being with. Um, high school. High school was so. 
I want to say rough, but I for sure wasn't going the right path because, I mean, like I said, my mom trusted me too, too much around the wrong people. Uh, my friend Jacob, you know, introduced me to weed. Mm -hmm. Smoked weed in eighth grade. I continued it all the way, like, till probably, like, beginning of junior year. Yeah. Um, during that path, you know, I was going to depression. Um, you think you were getting depressed because all your demons were coming up because you were smoking weed a lot, or...? Uh, I would say I was depressed because uh, eighth grade, um, you know, sorry to like just change subjects, but like pretty much my, we, I stopped talking to my father because we got in a big argument in eighth grade. Mm. Um, it all started from just this one teacher, this one teacher that I'm really good at math, really great at math. And uh, I was in honors math, and the teacher believed that I was cheating, and he doesn't think I belonged in there. And the reason for that was because I could do math in my head without doing work on the on paper. On paper, and I didn't like doing it. People say like, "Oh, you're just lazy." I was like, "Well, I guess so." You could say that, but I was like, in my head, like, I'm not doing it the way that they show you how to do it. You know, the way it's like I just get the math a whole different way in my head. Yeah, it's like kind of weird. And uh, so the teacher is telling my father and my mom, they did like a whole private conference that he believed that he should put me in the seventh grade math because he doesn't think I belong there. And my father was agreeing with him. Also like, oh, well, if you don't think, you know, you're the one here with him. So if you think that, like, put him there. And my mom was like, dude, are you serious? Like, this fool's smart. Like, he just knows math like that. So it just became a problem where like, he seen how I was acting and he just, uh, my father was a CEO and he believed that- it Worked you know, out of Cochran? Corcoran, yes, Corcoran? Uh, side of. Mm. Um, he just believed like, you know, who I was hanging out, he knew who uh, my family or the family of Jacob. And he's like, he keeps hanging out with him, you know, he's gonna end up, I'm gonna end up seeing him at work and not work, work, working with me, but like seeing him, you know, in a cell. Yeah. You know, as a kid, he's like, that kind of tears you up, you know? It does. Make you think differently. Um, so my mom got into with him for saying stuff like that, or like thinking that I belong into a different class or whatever. And it pretty much like, I guess hurt me. And so I was like, you know, I'm not even gonna bother if you think that way with you. You stopped talking to him? Yeah, I stopped talking to him. So, growing up, I ended up building up anger. And uh, I always think about it to, to this day. Like, how come he didn't bother to try to see me, I guess? Rather than he try to go through the court side of things and try to pull custody because my mom was trying to get him for child support because he didn't want to pay it up either since he's believed that he's not seeing me, he didn't think he should help. Mm -hmm. So they went that route and uh, just big arguments from that, just arguments. So I kind of developed, I, f I believe, uh, like anger issues from that. And uh, 
I believe I wouldn't depressed because I see who I am now. I knew that's not me as a kid yeah. at that age. Um, so just knowing like I'm changing a whole personality to be someone I'm not. You know, I started wearing red. Teachers see me as a, a little gangbanger. Um, they even asked my sister because we she was a senior when I was a freshman. They would ask her like, hey, is your brother, does he back up colors? And it's like, because I wear like, I wouldn't try to wear red. I was mostly like in white and black, like, you know, pro clubs, t-shirts. And just from that, they believe like, it's just stereotyping me. Yeah. And it was just like an irritating feeling because, you know, I know that's not me. And like, they just see me like, you know, Benejo, like just backing up colors and believe that's what I want to do when I know like, I know what I need to do in graduate high school, you know? A lot of teachers think that that's the only thing around here. If you're not uh, getting into the field, then you're all, all, all of a sudden just getting into gangs or yeah. the neighborhood. Yeah, so <clears throat> you start getting into that. Did, were you able to kind of break that stereotype from uh, what the teachers thought? Uh, yes and no. So like I said, I went to, I went to Utility Union I left there because they thought I was uh, selling weed. And so it was just an issue. I told my mom, I was like, I don't want to be here. They're stereotyping me for whatever reason. And one thing about me, I'm really against going to school high. Like, I'm like, I'm there to like, you know, actually learn. Like, that's one thing that was about me. Like, I wasn't there to do every day, all day, you know. I was like, I knew a time and place to do it. Yeah. So stuff like that kind of irritated me. So I told my mom, you know, take me to Western. So I went to Western and then there's a bunch of pseudo animals there, right? And they knew who I hang out with. They knew I work red, so in the Howard Just. So they assumed and got into it with me. And I got a red contract. Uh, the principal believed that I was causing trouble there. And I was like, I'm not even talking to these guys. Like, I don't look their way. Like, they could do their thing. Like, they have a problem just, you know, tell me. But apparently, like, even the teachers thought I was just a problem. Um, breaking that habit was from... They were wanting to send me, are you guys from Tulare? No. Right? No? So there's a school called Tech Prep. That's where all the gangbangers, all the potheads, pretty much people going the wrong path to school. And I told my mom, I was like, that's not me. That's not where I belong. And they wanted to send me there the next year to my sophomore year. Because they just thought I was just too much trouble. So. I told her, send me independent studies. And she was iffy about it, but I was like, you know, trust me, because, like, I don't really have a choice, really. Hmm. Like, it's either tech prep or independent studies. Because uh, even my GPA was a .5 in freshman year. Which was not good. Yeah. I didn't care, you know. The only the only point five was math. That's <laughs> I had an A, I had an A in uh, math. 
uh, everything else I did not care. Um, she agreed to it. I went there. I was still in my little habit, but I was doing my work. And what broke the habit is, uh, I think it was towards the end of sophomore. Yeah, it was the end towards the end of sophomore year. No, let's say sophomore year total. I met uh, my girlfriend. Hmm. Uh, I met her. I really liked her. Uh, always been the type like if I really like someone, I'm like. I know I'm gonna get her. Like always been that type of person. Like I was like I know I have to date her. And sure enough, uh, we talked. I met her. And you know we're not talking stage, asking like what we like and don't like. And getting asked, getting to know each other. Yeah. And um, I asked her. <laughs> I remember this day. I asked her. I was like, Oh, do you like? Do you care? If, you know, if you date a guy that smokes. She's like, No, I hate that. <laughs> and I was smoking at that time. When I was texting her, I looked at it and I like just threw it away. I was like, I'm done from today. No shit, that that's it. Yeah, that was it. Just I was like, okay, like I'm done. I was like, I don't need it. No, like you know. And uh, so she broke that habit from me. I started hanging out with her a lot more. Um, Is she from around here? She's from Barcelona. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we started talking. She like started getting to know me. I changed, start slowly, slowly started changing my habits. I'm not trying to be like a little hard ass sometimes. Um, when I when I ended up started dating, that anger issues kind of went away. Even to this day, um, only her could control it, mm. control me. Like I don't get angry as much like I would. Like so easily, but like if something really takes me off, she can tell, and she knows how to calm me down. It's such a weird thing to me, and um, she'll talk to me, be positive, you know, don't think negative. Like you are smart, don't ever think like you're not gonna go to prison. She's like, you just seem not that person to end up being there. Yeah. And she's also the reason why I ended up talking to my father again. Oh, yeah. She's the one that got you doing that. Yeah, uh, I don't. I believe now. Everybody knows that story about. She's the one that encouraged it. Also, not even my father or my mom, uh, but she was the reason why I started talking to my father because, you know, she made me think about life about it, mm-hmm. right? And. You know, throughout time, slowly, like, yeah, I became me, like, you know, who I am today because of her. And I always tell people, I believe, like, from different scenarios, when I was hanging out with my buddy Jacob, if it wasn't for her, I probably couldn't be alive today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that goes, you know, breaking the habits of what I was doing. Um, do you think that um, you could have had a little bit more mentorship or something in, in while you were in middle school or high school to get you away from either uh, smoking weed or uh, from hanging out with the wrong crowd? Or what do you think would have been better? 
I also believe that too. I always think that also. You saying that? Were there any like after school programs that you guys could have gone to or is that something they did they have them and you guys just didn't want to go or what? No, I would honestly say no, they didn't have no after school programs. The thing I was into was uh, I played football throughout my life. Um, but even that, like after practice, I'm going to go do the shit that I would go do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it kind of helped on the Saturdays when we had games. Uh, if I'm doing dumb stuff on the weekend, but I believe if I did had a good mentorship, it could have been different. Also, um, I don't really have that many males figures in my family. Like I'll say, it was my father. Uh, he was kind of just stubborn and uh, just really strict on stuff. Do you have any aunts and uncles or cousins around? Or Yeah, so my uncle, that I'm real close now today, never understood, but some reason, when I was younger, we never got along. I don't know what reason. Um, sometimes I just have a theory because him and my dad had an argument and got into it. Um, they just never liked each other. So I've, I believed my uncle just seen my father in me and he just like kept me distant. And then I had my grandpa that I was cl- I'm close to. Um, have you seen the movie Selena? Mm-hmm. Are you not the father? I don't remember that that good, no. but the father? Oh, Selena, yeah. He's really strict with Selena, right? Yeah. That's my grandpa all the way. Oh, really? Like that same personality, you know, strict Mexican. Mm-hmm. Um, to him, you have to imp- you have to impress him to think that you're going to do something successful. Um, so he didn't think I was going the right path either. He like he just didn't think great things. So that's pretty much the three male figures I had really close to me. Um, just didn't think nothing of me yeah. like growing up. Um, I'm the second oldest out of the grandkids from that. So it would be my older sister and then me. And then I have a cousin. She's like a sister to me, but she's always been good. Um, what a lot of people like to do was also compare my older sister to me because she was a straight A student and then, you know, there's me going the wrong path. Did your sister get into fights with you at all when you were younger? Or? Um, Did she tell you you're being a dumbass or nah, she just left you alone? She just left me alone. She just knew like, I'm going to just do my thing. Um, growing up, I would say we were close, but as we got older, it kind of fell apart. But yeah, she, she just would be like, Actually, I would say I'd have, I'd have much respect for family when it was like when I would smoke weed or whatever. I, would, I was good at hiding it. Mm. I didn't want no. I didn't want no one to know that I did it. I didn't want to smell like it coming into you know. It's not my house. I still respect the house. Um, you know, I didn't have it on me like I had someone else hold whatever I had. Uh, just because like in the day that. I knew that was in my house. Yeah. So when you were younger and uh, 
did you have people trying to sell you weed or were you growing it? Um, How did that happen? It would either be I'd buy, someone sold, sold to me, um, or my friends, you know, they had older brothers and, you know, they would smoke. And sometimes they would either have their plant or uh, out a buddy. He, his other, his older brother had like a big old farm. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember going with him and he's like, whatever you can pick, it's yours. All you got to do is just trim it. So from there, I'll just get my own and take off with that. That's pretty cool. Did you know how, that you needed to dry it out and stuff like that? or? Yeah, it just Cure. pretty much like, you know, like you said, drying it out, hanging it. Um, most of that was already done most of the time. He said he just said, whatever you can trim, you know, trim it up. You could keep some, some of it that, you know, would go to me because obviously it was all his that he would go sell. No. But other than that, he would just like, you know, if you guys need it, I'd rather you guys get it from me rather than, you know, some you're buying from someone that could lace it and then, you know. And there were lacing it back then, right? Yeah. 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 Growing it crappy with uh, either some kind of uh, pesticide or lacing it with some kind of uh, PCP or something. Yeah. Yeah. So you get, you graduated high school. Yeah. From independent studies? Yes. And you liked that a lot better? Yeah, I loved it. Actually, from, it's crazy to even think, you know, going from a GPA and freshman year of 0.5, I could have graduated early in junior year because, yeah. No shit. Yes. Um, you're able, for independent studies, you're able to uh, keep going. Like, once you're done with your assignments the whole semester, because it's done by weekly. Mm-hmm. And if you keep doing it, you're finishing next week's, right? If you keep doing it, you could just continue and you'll just go to the next subject that you're supposed to learn, like economics, politics, and all that. And uh, I was able to finish my junior year. The reason I didn't was because I was planning to go in the military. And when I seen a recruiter, uh, they told me, what high school am I going to? Independent studies. They said, well, you can't you can't graduate there and go to military, which didn't make sense. It's like, it's a high school. It's a certified high school. It's not like a private school or nothing. Yeah. And they said, I can't graduate early, which I was like, that doesn't make sense either. I guess it kind of like, I mean, I would have been 16 when I graduated uh, early, but, um, my mom knew she. I wanted to go, and she would have gave the consent to go and stuff. Um, so when they told me that, well, I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna graduate early. Then I'm gonna go back to regular high school." I was planning to go to Mission Oak, and um, continue from there on just finishing like electives. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't do that. I still, I loved independent studies so much. It was, I ended up working, um, so I had a job, like, you know, I was able to go to school and work. Yeah. Um, what was the job that you started? Uh, I started at Journey's Kids. 
Air Vice. Oh, okay. Air yeah, the shoe mall. store or something? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I started there. Uh, yeah, I just finished my senior year from there. And then I go back to the military recruiter. It's a whole different recruiters. And they told me, like, um, how come you didn't graduate early or, or you know, <laughs> didn't go the route I did? And I told them, like, you know, the recruiters at the time told me I can't even, I can't even graduate the high school I came from and I go in the military. They were, like, sh- shocked. They're like, who the hell told you that? They're like, do you remember the names? I was like, damn, someone sounds like they're going to get in trouble or mm-hmm. something. I was like, no, nah, I, I don't remember. I was like, I, I, from there, I was like, at that point, I didn't even bother wanting to go military. Who were you talking to at first? Was it which branch? Uh, I was going to go Marines. Hmm. I wanted to go Marines all the way. Um, now, nah, if I was to choose, I'd probably do either Navy or Air Force. Yeah. I mean, you can go Marines also, but uh, I would get my education first and uh, go in and as, as an officer. Then you can do a lot better, but being enlisted in any other branches kind of sucks obviously the air force even though it sucks it's still uh plush not as not as bad as being a marine in the enlisted but uh yeah if you're still thinking about that but i don't know you can uh you probably have your own uh biased against whichever but that's that's pretty awesome uh you were thinking about that and uh you were trying to get to that goal so you graduated, you're still working, doing odds and ends, odds and ends here and there? As in what? I don't know. What were you doing after high school? After high school? Um, man, I had to kind of think about that one. <laughs> uh, still with my girlfriend. Um, were you into... Uh, like the party scenes, underground party, uh, cars, were you into hanging out somewhere or just spending a lot of time with your girlfriend? Yeah, I started spending a lot of time with my girlfriend. Um, the party scene, man, I used to go when I was like the freshman, like, you know, before mm-hmm. I met my girlfriend. Um, I would go, I didn't really care for it, it was whatever. The reason I stopped really going to it, though, would be I had a buddy, Jacob. Another, we're supposed to go to. I was supposed to go to this party with him and uh, another group of guys. And uh, I don't remember where it was, but pretty much that night, he calls me and tells me like, "Hey, you know, like, I'm so glad you didn't come," because he tells me, you know, we meet up again. Uh, explains to me what happened. Everyone knows my friend Jacob. You know, his family's all about red. He kind, of, he wasn't in it, but he would back it up. You know, and uh, he, bunch of Southerners were at that party. They knew who he was. Without hesitation, they came up to him, put a gun to his chest, pulled the trigger, guns jams. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. And uh, once he hears that, he smacks it. Everyone at the party sees the gun. Everyone starts taking off. It sounds like a movie. Everyone takes off. Um, 
all the southerners knew like what was going down and they knew who to shoot at so the, everyone all my you know friends they're all taking off running and they just start shooting they missed everyone except for one of my buddies they end up getting him around a calf the bullet went right through uh they took him to the hospital and just closed it or sewed it up mm. but now he has that whole bullet wound and he just tells me like like you know anyone could have got hit you know luckily you know my buddy just got hit in the calf but you know it could have been anyone he's like you know it could have been anywhere it? yeah he's like you could have been there and you could have been hit but you know you know you weren't there so just knowing that like i'm glad that you know it's not going to parties really especially because you know they know me and my friend jacob were close um so i, I was like you know like i didn't even care for parties that much either so i was like you know i'm cool off them when did you start breaking yourself away from jacob when you were when i met my girlfriend when your girlfriend right yeah uh, i just got i wouldn't say too busy but like all he was doing was smoking weed i stopped so it was just like no really no point did I mean, you uh talk to him about that like about hey you know i'm just too busy or did uh, you tell him hey I, i'd like to hang out with you but make up excuses or no i would say he just respected you pretty much yeah it was just like a new uh, mutual respect um there was once in a while like I think every stoner says it's like, oh, I'm stopping for, I'm stopping, you know, I'm gonna stop. But I end up going back to it. Like he, he thought I would have came back to it, because he would do the same. Like he was like, oh, I'm stopping. Like you know, I'm, I'm chilling. And he thought it, was, it happened to me too, but it just turned out, you know, and then I just stopped for sure. No. Stop, stop doing it. Uh, it was just like that mutual respect for one another. So you're living your life after, after high school, and you're working. You didn't decide to go to the recruiter. No, I didn't end up going to the military after yeah. all. And so, are you on a path right now where you have a good career going on, or what are you doing? Um, I could say from high school, I wanted to work. That was all about me. I wanted to go straight to work, and the best way I knew to go straight to work was factories you know i have family that were in factories so i was like you know what i want to work do my thing i went i did start working at 18 at hawking dogs in Tulare. um i worked there for about a little under two years because it was a temp thing mm -hmm. i loved it but i told myself this isn't me like I knew it's such a repetitive job that's done every day and that uh, anyone can do it. You're replaceable too, in fact, yeah. right? And I, I knew like I wanted a job security, you know, like where I wasn't a number to them. And I knew like I was, I guess you could say I felt I was meant more than just to do. You wanted to feel appreciated. Pretty much, yeah. Because the position I was at in that factory, people seen it as, "Oh, you guys don't do shit." When people don't go back there because it's in the freezer, and we're dealing with all the lines to make sure they get packed into the truck. Yeah. So people didn't think we did stuff, but it had its good days where it's laid back, 
And then when it's a pain in the ass, oh, it's a pain in the ass. Um, so I left there. Uh, I was decided, you know, I'm gonna go to school. Um, I tried COS. COS, some reason, does not want to give me financial aid. So I was like, you know what? I can't go to COS. Uh, I'll just try somewhere else. Um, and that's when it came into where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try other spots. If, if I have to, you know, fuck it. I'll take a class and pay my money. Um, I seen SJBC, it was on my phone. And uh, I was like, you know, I'm gonna go try, talk to them, see what's up. And I went there for a maintenance mechanic for anything. Mm -hmm. But I wanted a degree and they don't offer that over there. They only did certificates. And uh, so I was like, you know what, like, man, like, I really wanted a degree. And the lady was there, t I was explaining to her, like, what, what were my thoughts? Because my, my route was, as a job, I want to help people. And it would either be between from, most I was looking into medical field or, um, you know, law enforcement or firefighter. Firefighting, I knew COS had the program. Obviously, I didn't get financial aid, so I didn't go that route. Um, I thought about law enforcement, but then I was like, you know what? I don't want to go that route because I was afraid of the anger issue thing. Like, I knew I had it more controlled, but I was still, like, iffy about it, you know? Because anything could happen with the inmates trying to piss you off, and that's what they want to do. So I was like, you know, I'm going to try medical. Um, there's so, I just find, end up finding out there's so many things you could do in medical field, like it's crazy. Uh, so I seen, I, it was between those routes, and so I told her, you know, what I want to do. They had a bunch of small programs like MA, MA, then uh, they had a nursing class. And then they had a criminology class for corrections at SJBC. I told the lady, like, all right, so how's the nursing program here? And she said, you would not be able to work because it's so much studying at a short short time. Because it's a, it's a speed, what would you call it? Accelerated. Accelerated, yeah, uh, type of school. So they said, they told me, like, you know, we don't recommend you working because how much studying it is for nursing. And they said, there's a wait list because when people go as an MA, they're going to that right after. Right out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, I don't want to wait. Like, you know, I want to do my thing, get school done now. And she's like, well, uh, have you thought about criminology? Because you said you want to help people. And it gave me the flashback how I was so iffy about, you know, doing that. I was like, you know what? I could see that, especially because of the military thing. I was like, I wanted to go in military or whatever and didn't do that. I think just being in a uniform is just, you know, a badass feel. I was like, you know what? You know, my pops was it. I have two uncles that are corrections. Um, I'll go that route. I was like, I'm gonna try it, see how I like it. 
Um, went there, graduated, met some cool, uh, all your professors there work some type of that field. Mm -hmm. um, most of them were correction officers already. They met great people and they made me change my aspect on how I see in law enforcement. But then they opened my eyes how really corrupt the system is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, how, how it's crazy to think that most inmates have more rights than we do out here. How they're treated a little bit better in there. If not, you're sued and you're getting fired. And there goes all your retirement that you worked for when you're in that field. That's how I see it now. I mean, I have my AS for it for criminology. Um, I still, it's still a thought in my mind. Um, uh, I was in the process for corrections. I was, and this, this past December, I did my written, passed it like nothing. I was first one done doing it, got top scored, they said. And then the physical part came back all bad because during my physical test was the week and the finding out, it was the next week I found out my father passed. So I kind of took it kind of hard. Um, during, uh, it was on a Monday, that test, that whole weekend I was just drinking. And uh, when it came to like the working out part, I was done. I, I was just so de dehydrated. Um, I was out of it and it was simple. This test is so simple. Like I believe you could be like a 350 pound man <laughs> doing this test and pass with flying colors. I don't, they say they time you, but I believe they don't even time you unless they see you. They won't pass you if they see you quitting. And uh, towards the end with the dumbbells, I just gave out, couldn't do it. Um, so I, f I failed that. Um, and I was just thinking more on like the criminology stuff of like, um, you know, what happened with George Floyd. Like I believe like people took too much of the law enforcement, I think, backed him up, the officer. And it just made me feel like, you know, it's wrong. I haven't heard in stories from other people, how their CEOs, how they would be inmates. And like, you know, that's obviously hella illegal. Um, I was just against it. Because I wanted to go to a job where I want to help people, not punish them. Um, I know it's still a great career field to go to. So now at this moment, I would say I want to change that career field. Hmm. And, uh, I wouldn't say that I'm 100% on it, but it's more towards a field that I think I would love because I have the interest of technology and I've uh, been looking into going to school for uh, cybersecurity. That'd be a different story. Yeah. 
cyber technology is a whole different uh, world. Yeah, absolutely. Do you ever you ever get into computers like that? Um, yes and no. Always had my interest in them, mm -hmm. but obviously I never had anyone around that was into that same type of thing. Like no one. I'm the tech guy in my family. Like, yeah. Something messes up or they need something done, I'm the guy to call. Yeah. Um, I just barely, like, I would say, just started working at from Lowe's because I started working at Lowe's because I knew the hours would be great for going back to school. Mm -hmm. um, and I've just been open to looking at different subjects, you know, like, I don't have to help people just from the medical field. It could be more than that. Um, I now, now I know you said something about uh, maintenance, right? Yeah. Would that be something you get into, like fixing tractors or cars, or even uh, fixing like the setups for computers? I don't know, any kind of machinery maintenance or <coughs> anything like that. Yeah, I thought about like with hands-on tools route, yeah. um, I was more looking towards electrical engineering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. That was, that was an option. Um, it's still, an, I would say it's still an option, but I think the cybersecurity, something about it just gives me so much interest. Yeah. Especially like knowing that there's so much different routes that you could go with it. Um, I could even use my criminology together with it, going out with like governor, uh, government stuff, of like um, like terrorist acts through cyber, you know. Um, yeah, I would say. There's there's a lot of different branches. Uh, there's not only the on the federal level where they look for. Uh, out of country stuff or they look uh, within the country uh, but even like the local sheriffs they have little subsections where they're looking for uh, child endangerment uh, people trying to pick up on little girls or boys or uh, they also do it the, the route where um, they look at everybody's like Facebook and stuff to see if they're gonna snap um, there was a story out of uh, Florida, I think it was, where these two kids, everybody kept telling on these two kids uh, that these two kids were carrying guns or doing whatever, right? Um, so they went and searched the kids, but once they started looking into their uh, social media account, they started uh, getting their warrants and everything, but uh, they found out that they were uh, buying guns, buying weapons, uh, making pipe bombs and stuff like that. Everything they learned off of uh, social media. And they uh, they said they averted another Columbine or um, what was that one from Florida? Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook and all them uh, that could have possibly gone that route. So uh, that's, that's another way you can uh, look into getting into, which is pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like, I'm, I'm a, me, myself, I'm a mechanical guy, so I need to do something either mechanical or, or break stuff. <laughs> uh, so that's the type of stuff I get into. Okay. That's, yeah. See, in uh, hands-on works, uh, I used to work at 
just before beginning of this year, I was working for my cousin at Linux. Um, it's the people that sprayed like the bed lining and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they also did bed accessories or truck accessories, I should say. And uh, I thought I was good at tools, and I thought I would know what I was doing with tools. And uh, he asked, and that's the one thing he's like, "Hey, you good with tools, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, man. Like, I could turn a wrench. How hard could it be? Is that good? Because uh, you're gonna come in and uh, you're gonna help me install stuff." for me he's like once in a while you'll help me do like uh, the bed lining and stuff but m your main thing will be majority putting stuff together or putting in the vehicles so all right cool now I, i'm a big lowrider guy so i was like all right like cool like when i have my own lowrider whatever like i'm gonna know stuff no one really talked to me about stuff about cars and uh when i knew i was uh it wasn't for me he was like all right bro today we got a 55 gallon fuel tank that I need you to stall on this truck. I was like, where the fuck do I start? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was like, uh, all right, man, like, I guess I just connect the tubes to the tubes that look like they go with each other. And he goes, got it right. I was like, we'll see how long it takes me. And that took me about, I ended up doing it. it took me about five hours though mm. to do it. He, he was wondering, he was like, damn, dude, what the hell take you so long? I was like, yeah, man, I, it's not like I don't install fucking fuel tanks every day. He goes, I thought you were going with tools. I was like, I thought it was. And then, and then uh, another another option was uh, this guy came in to install a gooseneck hitch. Oh, and, the hitch? Yeah, mm -hmm. the gooseneck hitch. And then he wants the fifth wheel attachment to it. He's like, got this right, bro? I go, fuck, yeah, I guess so. I was like, I don't have no choice, right? That took me about seven, seven hours to install. And he goes, you know, that was like a three hour job, right? I go, fuck, dude, I'm sorry. Like, like I thought I knew what I was doing, but this shit, it's different. Like, didn't know it was this much timing, dude. He was, you're good at it. He's like, you're just learning. It's like, yeah, I'm for sure learning, man. Like, um, so I think like the mechan uh, maintenance mechanic. I was like, you know, maybe, maybe if I learn and get into it more, I could be better with you know using tools. But for how I know, if, like, I'm not really that good at yeah. using tools. So I'm, I guess I could say I'm kind of glad I didn't go that route. Um, I look hands on stuff. But I also like being on my computer. Like I see myself like uh, solving situations. Um, last year I built my computer, it's a gaming computer. I built it myself. And that's when I kind of got that little interest like, you know, this is kind of badass. And I even helped my friends build theirs and all that. So I, that's where I see myself gaining that little interest of going to either electrical engineering, computer engineering. I pretty much want to go with the route of my major be computer science hmm. in college. Do you ever start getting into like coding and stuff? No, but I do plan starting soon. Um, like I just found out like Google, there's some people that got into working at Google um, by going through their free programs and they have free programs where it teaches you how to code. 
mm. and different stuff like that. And uh, I haven't done it yet, but when I have like the free time of when I get the chance, I want to, you know, try it out and start learning to code. So when I go into school for it, you know, I'm a little bit ahead of knowing everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's another place that's wonderful in high school uh, at the independent studies at an engineering class and uh they took us to google and uh, that's when i kind of thought like of that memory of like i forgot how interested i was into the computer tech world yeah because uh have you seen the movie internship or not the internship the intern the intern there you go mm. yeah you know what that's the about. one with um not danny devito but uh the other guy What's his name? De Niro. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hear he's really good at that. I haven't seen it though, but yeah. Um. Yeah, he gets into it that way, right? Yeah. And yeah. um. Well, Google. It's it's crazy how they take care of their uh, employees. Is uh, you know, there's a buffet all day free for the for them. They have little nap times for them. They do have nap times. Yeah, and just the teams that they have like there's so many teams there's like 50 teams for each each thing like cybersecurity for alone there's like 50 teams of like a group of 10 so i was like that's crazy like you know that knowing that all these different departments have uh, all these teams and different things for google now are you willing to move out of the central valley i i thought about that um I'd say so, yeah. I mean, I would prefer probably stick around, stick around here, because mm. I mean it's cheaper compared to the Bay or LA, you know. But I'd be kind of open to it. Um, preferably probably LA. You wouldn't move out of state? No, no. I like California too much. Um, if I was to move out of state, it'd probably be moving to Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Oregon's kind of like got the same kind of climate as California a little bit. Yeah. Not, it doesn't get as hot, but yeah, it's pretty good. Did uh, so you like the like the? Have you ever gone out to the beach and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, I've been to the beach many times. Um, go to the mountains. Mountains enough too. No. I've been <laughs> to the mountains, but that's not really my thing. I yeah. mean, uh, what's beautiful is a uh, Bass Lake. I was camping there when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, I know that's a beautiful place to go to. We just, we just drove through uh, Yosemite, and it was like the middle of the night, mm. and we stopped to take a piss, and we were looking up, and it was just fucking crazy how you can see all the stars and stuff. Yeah. I've seen that before, too. Uh, just even from, like, what, Rocky Hill? You can, I mean, you could... Mm. I wouldn't say the same experience, but just how much stars you could just see from a higher uh, altitude. Yeah. Which is pretty insane. Yeah, if you get a chance, even uh uh my wife she went out uh, to where was that? Sequoia. Sequoia and she was taking pictures of all the stars up there too. It's pretty cool. Um yeah, so you don't get into the mountains too much, but uh you do get to go and visit other places and you don't just stick around here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so now you're you're still going to school and uh, you're working at Lowe's. 
as working with the plants. Yeah, so I'm a MST, medical service team. Um, they call us the green team, and uh, we just pretty much, I would say, make the garden look good. Hmm. And <laughs> you like that? Um, Not so much. It's just a job. Pretty much. It's just a job. Um, it's good awesome. hours, though. Yeah, it's good hours. And also, like, it's really simple, easy. Hmm. You know, I'm not going back home like, damn, my back hurts. It's just simple. Just watch out for the plants. Yeah. It's, and you got a good group of guys that you work with. Yeah, yeah, I have a bunch of uh, bunch of people are cool there. Um, Victor and Robert. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, Buffy or somebody. Yeah, Buffy's pretty solid. Uh, can't complain with her. Also, Lizette. <laughs> She's pretty cool. Um, everyone's really cool. Everyone has their moments where you know. Everyone's different how they work, hmm. like you could say. Um, but you're still interested in learning. As in what, like plants? And no, as in everything. Like, I know you guys uh, trying to learn sign language, right? With, uh, from Victor? Yeah. Um, I didn't know crap other than the sign language bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's really simple, but um, yeah, I, I tell him like, you know, Show me a little bit of something every day so I could learn a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so I could communicate them way, way better than compared to, like, if we don't know how to talk to each other, we'll just text one another. And I don't want I don't want our managers to see, like, you know, we're on our phones thinking that we're on our phones when really we're texting each other from a distance mm -hmm. or something. So I try to tell them, you know, try to teach me a little bit every day if you can. Yeah. Also good to learn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good to learn how to communicate with different people. Yeah. And so now you're doing that, and you're still going to school, kind of uncertain about what you want to do, but you've got a, a path that you're trying to go through. Yeah. Is, that, is it hard to keep that path? Um, you got anybody in your life that's holding you back from that or just trying to tell you you should be working in a field somewhere or something? Yeah, actually, i say a good amount of my family's... Uh, well, you already got your degree in criminology. Why do you want to go back again? You're just making Uncle Sam richer. I'm like, you're the ones that pushed me to go to school. You guys hated me working at the factory. I was like, now you guys are hating that I'm going back to school for something else. And uh, they just try to tell me, you know, go for corrections. You know, it's a great career, great pay. And it's like, why don't you go corrections if it's such great, you know? like. Um, I just want to keep going, building my, I always told myself I hated school, even though I was good at it, but something, you know, it's true about how education is like really important, you know, learning more things is just good to know, you know? Yeah. Because um, if not, um, either way, I was, if I was still going the route of criminology, I probably would have wanted to do it for a master's in it, just to get that. And uh, I was even thinking being a, I think it's called associate's warden. It's like the underneath warden. Mm -hmm. uh, or uh, become a regional for, uh, not probation, but paroles. 
I want to be the re- regional uh, person. Uh, I forget what it's called, but the reason I know about it is because my dad's best friend. He's the guy that's a uh, pro role for a. Uh, from Bakersfield to like Fresno, so he's like, the, you know, head one for from that those areas. The director, yeah, the programs director for uh, parole. Yeah. Now I know when you get into uh, uh, top level positions like the associate wardens or the directors of any kind of program like that, they mainly hire from within, but you can get into different uh, parole positions or. Um, uh, let's say uh, if you get into like a counselor spot um, into corrections right just being a counselor for whatever they need all their paperwork or whatever mm-hmm. then you can slide into that associate warden spot uh, they mainly like those uh, associate wardens to have an education and to have the background in criminology uh, with either federal or state um, well, you're right. Uh, you do have got to put in a lot of work for that. Um, it's a shitty job, though. It's literally sometimes it, it is getting shit on you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did that for 13 years, and it's not something that I would go back to into because, uh, especially if you have anger issues, they they have 24 hours to figure you out, and you only have eight hours to figure however them are uh, the, however many there are figure them out uh, so you get you definitely get an education of school hard knocks and um, of how they do stuff in there and why they do it uh, but it's it's not something that I tell people that you should uh, try to strive for <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah, no, uh, you, you sound like you, you're you uh, trying to keep yourself out of trouble uh, and you're like you're trying to do things the right way. So it's it's great to hear your story. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I was just thinking that uh, in your off time of learning how to do stuff and your computer work, maybe you can teach younger kids mentor them or do whatever uh, with whatever you can uh, learn from uh, your college yeah absolutely um, I try to be the, like the best mentor of my younger siblings mm-hmm. uh, I have a younger cousin he's the only he's I'm the only male in him as grandkids and he looks up to me he's a uh, 15. And he loves being around me. I love him being around me, too. And um, I try to show him the right path of, you know, make sure he's not going the route that I went through. Or the stuff i seen dealt with. Uh, I teach him. I, I even, for his eighth grade graduation, I built him and bought him a computer so he could play with me because, you know, he wanted that. Um, I show him more or less of how, you know, of how a computer works mm-hmm. and all that, what's the parts inside. Um, I have my two younger sisters underneath me. Uh, I try to show them respect will take you a long way. You know, um, 
my younger sister that's underneath me, she likes to have a little attitude sometimes, and I tell her like, hey, I know, I know mom could be something else sometimes, or my older sister, but you don't want to act like them. They just don't. How would you say? They don't have the best attitude sometimes. I say you don't want that same attitude, and be continuing get used to that. Show respect to others. Be well mannered, and it'll take you a long way. No. Honestly, don't don't take a don't respect someone if they're disrespecting you. Absolutely not. But uh, I tried telling her that, and then uh, she's fourteen, and then my younger sister, she's eight. Yeah. And uh, just recently, she's I just started noticing like she loves to be around me. Like she doesn't like. How would you say, want want me like talk to her and continue to, like you know, you know, conversate with her? But she likes to be around. Like I could be on my computer playing games with my friends and stuff, and she'll just randomly come in my room, and just lay on my bed on hang, her phone and hang out with her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I see that, and I, you know, slowly like, you know, tell her, you know, how school are you? You know, you doing school good? Like, tell her like you know, make sure you pay attention. You know, school will take you a long way. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. So I try to do the, the best I could, like showing whoever's younger than me uh, the better route. That's pretty awesome. Is there anything that you want to tell people? Um, I'd say, you know, as much as life hits you, Life is also beautiful. Um, I even try to learn that now more, um, especially seeing when my father passed, it was a bigger, it hit me a lot as in life, how short life could be. What'd your dad pass away from? He was diabetic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, he also was on like stage four kidney failure. Um, my pops passed away at 46. So seeing that like gave me a whole different aspect on life. And uh, I just see as, you know, don't waste time. That's what even continues me as much as, like I said, I hate school and I hate the fact, like I was hating the fact that I wanted to go back. I was like, damn, I got to deal with homework again. <laughs> got to deal with all this shit. I see as just do it, you know, why not? Like, it's always gonna be there. Like, if I don't do it within four years, right? I'm still gonna be, what, 25, you know, but without the degree, because I didn't want to deal with it. And I just see as, don't let either disappointments or something hit you in life stop you, because how beautiful life could be. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for this. Absolutely. I appreciate your story. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you later. Well, that's it for now. I want to be clear on something. No one person grows up the same. Everyone has their own opinion and how they come up with it. That's why I started this, so that I can understand you and your guide to your path. If we all have different strengths, then maybe, just maybe... 
we can learn from each other.